It's a big relief, you know. I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game. You know, it's uh, it's been a been a fun ride so far. You know, getting a chance to do this with the team we got, the guys surrounding me, you know, the constant support. They've got home run hitters across the board, and guys are not going to faint when when they're unblocked. They're going to make the play, and uh, so again, we're going to have to really execute at a really high level. Uh, we're going to have to play with uh, physical. Uh, and mental toughness, all of those things, uh, to have a chance to, to win this game. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Hour 3, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, October 5. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE, it's the place to be. That's where I get my bad boy mower. That's where you can get the CF Motos. They're the coolest place in town. The CF Motos, by the way, the four-wheelers, utility vehicles, side-by-sides, they are awesome. <laughs> the fastest growing brand in the entire power sports industry. They're better built, they're better equipped, they got a better warranty, and they're priced less than the competition. You owe it to yourself. Hop down to Goldsby or Newcastle and check them out. They are in very high demand. My guys at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, though, will take care of you. Uh, Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon on a Wednesday. We're headed to Dallas tomorrow. We'll do the show here tomorrow and then head down to Dallas. We'll be with you from the Omni downtown on Friday morning. Uh, come see us. That's where the alumni is staying down there. Come hang out with us. See us. Uh, rarely do you see TJ and I in the same place. It's a very rare thing. Teddy and Tyler will also be at the Omni downtown Dallas on Friday. All right, TJ, what's the rest of the plan here for uh, KREF coverage for the REF Army OU Texas. That's it. Nothing else to know. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, we'll kick things off at the Omni downtown from uh, 6 to 9 a.m. And then Chris Plank. Get this, people. When you're heading down, Chris Plank will be in Ardmore. 1600 West Broadway in Ardmore at Therapy to Go. It is a drive through liquor store. Chris will be... <laughs> <laughs> working the drive through liquor store, uh, doing a remote there from 9 to noon. Family-friendly, as long as anyone under 21 is accompanied by a parent or guardian. Uh, convenience item, frozen mixers, fountain sodas, liquor, 
Uh, lots of ready-to-drink options. Cold wine. Their menu is pinned at the top of their Facebook page. Where's he going to be? Uh, therapy to go, which is what a lot of Sooner fans need right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the perfect spot for Chris Therapy Plank. to go is the name of That's the, the, name of the drive-through store? liquor store, yes. Uh, 1600 West Broadway. Uh, Steely will be at Riverwind Casino. Uh, everyone knows where that's at, just south here of Norman right there. Um, the... Uh, Goldsby, uh, or not the Goldsby, the Blanchard. I guess that is the Goldsby exit right there. If you're wanting to stop by and see Steely, he'll be there from noon to 2. And then uh, back at the Omni, 2 to 6, Parker and Tyler from 2 to 3. And then uh, Tyler and a very disgruntled, angry Teddy Lehman. Do not talk to me while I have a headset on. No, I will not sign that right now. Lehman uh, from 3 to 6. So... And then, uh, and then what and about post, Saturday? Pre- and post-game coverage at the Omni. Um, I think they're going to try to set an exact time for post-game to give the guys time to get back over there, give everybody time to see the fair a little bit, get to their car. 3.30 to 5.30 is kind of what's planned right now, kind of the two-hour window for post-game. But uh, Tyler and Travis will be pre-game. You guys will be at the stadium from 7 to 8. Then Tyler and Travis will be at the Omni 8 to 10. And then 3.30 to 5.30 for post-game coverage at the And are Omni. you going to be climbing in the trees, plugging things in for us again this year? No climbing in the trees, no. They'll, oh. they'll just be at the Omni, so they'll just have a regular plug. That's my favorite part of OU Texas is you climbing through trees, plugging I things in. I was way up in that tree. You've got to admit, I was you way were. up in that tree and to you the point you're yelling were. like, TJ, are you here? I was worried about it. It was you. dark outside still. <laughs> I'm that like, was before I'm, you had all your surgeries and medical things. I'm up here in the tree. <laughs> the phone line's dangling from this branch. <laughs> oh, man. Those were the years. Those were the years. That was the year that I figured out, no, you cannot close the bar down and make it to a uh, 7 a.m. pregame show and have it set up. I made that it on was, time. That was the year. Huh? But, yeah, that was the year. All right. Um I call this Holy Biscuit. Available this year at the Texas State Fair. The mouth-watering Southern Explosion starts with a perfectly cooked golden brown biscuit, then slow-smoked shredded brisket. And ladle fire roasted street corn queso stacked on top. Then thick cut bacon is drizzled with Texas honey and a little bit of a kick. The masterpiece is complete when it's topped off with crispy pickle french fries. Don't stop. Don't stop. Here we go. <laughs> I will never eat a holy biscuit now, ever. <laughs> I don't care how good it sounds. Uh, I have a feeling that when they look back at the metrics after Saturday, TJ, that 94% of holy biscuits will be purchased by women after that reading today. <laughs> 
You should receive part of the proceeds. <laughs> why? Why is the line? Is that the women's restroom line? No, it's the holy biscuit cart. Oh, man. All right. Well, at this point, Teach, we at least deserve a free holy biscuit, right? Can, you, can we get oh. Drake on the horn with the Texas Without State Fair people doubt. and say, listen, yeah. nobody's done more publicity for the holy biscuit than TJ and Toby. Please hook them up. I'm going to take that recording. I'm going to put it on my phone, and I'm going to go to the Holy Biscuit stand <laughs> when I get there and say, this played on the radio. Does this get me a free Holy Biscuit? <laughs> put it put it on a speaker uh, out front. <laughs> have it playing on a loop. People walking by. <laughs> Oh, my. Cover your ears, sweetie. <laughs> They're selling those fans there, too, so you can fan yourself while you're waiting in line for the Holy Biscuit. Guys are like, hey, let's go over here and check out this Holy Biscuit, babe. Let's see what's going on. Oh, boy. Uh, what about Corey Humans, TJ? He's the young oh. man who caught number 62 see, last see, night. See, this is my problem with what happened last night. Sometimes the baseball gods are cruel. They were cruel to Josh Hamilton in uh, 2011 when he had the dramatic home run in Game 7 and then David Freeze one-upped him. Who's David Freeze? I mean, come on. Uh, And then last night, biggest crowd that ballpark's ever seen since it's opened. Everybody's there to see history. The ball is worth life-changing money. We've discussed this. Or it's going to be incredible to be a part of history if you catch it. And instead of some family that could have caught that ball and it changes their lives a vice president of some company that's a multi-billion dollar company that has a seven-figure salary already most likely or a high six figures who is married to a former girl that was on the bachelor catches that ball are you kidding me really are you kidding me yes all this is true (sighs) so that's who that guy is Vice President at Fisher Investments. Yes. Which manages $197 billion worldwide. Um, the oh, girl man. from The Bachelor that he's married to um, is like a reporter down there. She covers the Mavericks and some other uh, sports in DFW. And she's like, that's my husband. There he is. No way. Are you serious? Yes. I'm dead serious. Has he said what he's going to do with it? As of last night, no. Like, there's shots of him walking with security through the uh, concourses. Corey, Corey, what are you going to do with it? They uh, authenticated it for him. Major League Baseball did. And then he left with it. And he said, as he was leaving, I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. You can't leave with it. That's too dangerous. He doesn't need the money. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Some families had that choice. And Aaron Judge even said, hey, look, that belongs to the fans. That's a souvenir. If I get it back, great. But that's something that, you know, belongs to a fan if they catch it. It's unbelievable. And it's like a shame that some dad with his kid didn't catch it or something, and this dude caught it. See the guy that jumped out of the stands? Yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't have like a broke leg or something. He's got a – I mean, that's a pretty lengthy little <laughs> – It's a good 15-foot fall, I would say. Well, the wall's eight feet high. Right. So how far was he above the wall? Well, he stepped on the rail and leaped down, so it's good ways, yeah. 15, 20 feet? Mm-hmm. Idiot. <laughs> he thought it was going to go short behind the wall. As if he was going to get out of there with it then. Well, I don't know if I would say idiot. Like, 
There was a good chance that that ball ricochets down in there. Uh, that's true. That guy could have dropped it. Like it happened in the Blue Jays game. Yeah, no, you're right. Down you're into right. The Fell into the bullpen. Yeah. So if you're like doing the odds, you're in the front row, and you're like, "All right, if it's hit to me, it's hit to me." But if it's not, my only other chance is it gets either bobbled or ricochets down into here. I think he planned it all out. It was like I'm willing to chance this rolled ankle or broken ankle for the life-changing money. I think uh, there's that, just a walkway true. down in there underneath because I've, you know, we've been in that stadium. I can't remember. I've looked. I don't know if I've looked behind that wall or not. I think there's just a walkway that kind of goes around behind the. Anyway, it was funny. <laughs> you see this guy disappear. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a video game. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, good for that guy. Probably paid like seven, $800 for that ticket right there in the front row on StubHub or something and, and caught the ball. I mean, he caught it. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, uh, the ball here. It's uh, I, I The reporter is saying that's my husband or something like yes, that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Out. Bree Amaranthus is her name. Well, uh, I didn't know this. I thought it was just some guy in the front row. It's a rich guy in the front it's row. A, it's a rich guy married to a former Bachelor contestant in the front row. That takes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it takes a lot of it away Maybe from he'll it. just give it back. Maybe that, he'll just say, In his you know situation, what, yeah, he needs to give it back or send it to Maybe the Hall of Fame, whatever. Maybe he'll do the right thing here. Before we, before we pass judgment on this guy, TJ, maybe he'll do the right thing. Which I guess is, in my opinion, if you're already rich, give it back. But Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? Okay. 8.17 in the morning. That was a steamy segment, TJ. Let's let everyone calm down a little bit during this commercial break, and we'll get back after it on the other side. It is a Wednesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Looking for someone to handle your document management network solutions? Perhaps you need a new copier, fax, printer, all of the above. Have your office uh, all connected, running together. RK Black, 405-943-9800. They're your company. Been doing it since 1952. RKBlack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Question. If DB, I think that's supposed to be DG. uh, If uh, DG can't play Saturday, I hear a bunch of people saying play Nick. But what about Booty? I don't hear many people saying play Booty. Is he not as good as Nick? What are you? I haven't heard many people saying Nick. I've heard all Booty. Everybody wants the Booty. So, I think, um, I've heard both. Uh, yeah, but Brent said something about how good Nick Evers was looking in the Thursday night scrimmages yesterday, and that got some people excited. Right. Um, I don't think that means much. Usually, the Thursday night scrimmages for the um, the guys who aren't seeing playing time, so it gives them a chance to get a get the blood pumping a little bit and see some playing time. What do they call it? The uh, something freaks. Something freaks. Anyway. Um, Who do you want to see Saturday, Toby? 
the greatest story is General Booty. It is. The, 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 I, I, you know I love a good story. And so the greatest story is OU is down and out. And the general leads them back to the promised land. General Booty, out of nowhere, leads Oklahoma to an upset win over Texas. That's the best story. So that's who I want to see. But I will admittedly, and a lot of you out there need to admit this, have never seen General Booty throw a football. Mm -hmm. I've seen Nick Evers throw a couple of footballs in the spring game. I know he's got impressive JUCO stats, the general I'm talking about. And I know Nick Evers was a four-star quarterback who is highly acclaimed. But as far as what they do in practice and stuff, that's probably not true. I've probably actually seen him throw a couple of balls, but <clears throat> I don't remember. Hey, Nick, not a I bad story either when you're a Texas kid if you get thrown into action nah, great and you're story. a Texas great kid story. coming to beat Texas in an OU-Texas game. So. We are all skeptical of Davis Bevel. After what you saw on Saturday, I don't know how he couldn't be. He looked uh, hesitant, and that's being nice. He looked hesitant. He looked unsure. Uh, he took sacks. Looked like they didn't trust him to throw the ball because he kept handing it off. So I think we're all hesitant. However, there at practice, I'm not. And I do think it's possible that if he is the best, the second best quarterback behind Dylan Gabriel, and he's given a week to mold the game plan around him and to get all the snaps and to be the number one guy, that we see a different quarterback on Saturday. I think that's possible. Um, sounds like that's it. Sounds like that's probable. I think I heard like a bite with Marvin Mims last night that sounded like Davis was getting the snaps in practice or something. But if you're asking me what I want to see with no evidence at all that he's any good, I want to see General Booty. Just for the call. Right. Uh, by the way, I've just heard from uh, some people over at the OU football program they have requested um, your reading of the honey, uh, the holy biscuit. They're going to use that as pregame motivation for the guys. That is hmm. uh, who they're going to. That's what they're going to play for their pregame speech. Are there any new reports out of the school of journalism as to who's getting the quarterback? No, I've only this just. Week? Uh, if there were yesterday, I didn't see anything. I've only still seen the one picture, and uh, Dylan was not in pads. So. Was it anybody? We. All, I saw that video. Literally, the only football player you can see in that video is Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, you don't know if anybody so was So as far pads. as we know, everybody was in shorts and jerseys and going through walkthroughs. We have no idea. We don't even know if it was from this week. Right, right. Uh, but it would make sense that if he does clear concussion protocol, it would not have happened on Monday. Like, it's a multi-step situation to clear protocol. So, I, I mean, I if let's say he's fine and that he suffered a concussion on Saturday, but everything's been great since then. He checks all the boxes, and he's fine. I would think, just based on past experience, it's Wednesday or Thursday at earliest, right, before he's cleared to get back out there and play. Even if, every, you, you know, it's you've got to have several days of no headaches and, 
checking all the different things you got to check. So I, Monday he wouldn't have been out there anyway. That's my point. And I would say, if anything, it's probably kind of a positive sign, TJ, if that was actually from this Monday. It's probably a positive sign that he's out there in the daylight at practice. You know, not True, just in being a dark out in the sun like that. Not in a dark room somewhere exactly. with sunglasses on or laying down with a headache. Good point. You know what I mean? Good point. So I don't think it's entirely possible Dylan Gabriel doesn't play, but odds are it'll be Davis Bevel. And but that being said, I don't know that even if Davis Bevel starts the game. Okay, let's say Dylan's out. If if Davis starts the game and he's ineffective. I mean, they they pulled Spencer Rattler last year, TJ, mm-hmm. in an undefeated season. I don't think that they would be. I know it's a different coaching staff, but you get the point. I don't think it would. They would be hesitant to say, "All right, let's try, let's try somebody else for a spark." This is the funny thing: is the same conversations going on at Austin radio stations right now about whether uh, Quinn Ewers is going to be ready or not, and go or whether it'll be a. Hudson Card, so... Um, Who do you but, think starts the game on both sides? I think Ewers is going to be ready. The way that the way you read some articles and the way that they he was progressing last week, I think they may act... Unless they were trying to throw OU off leading up to uh, to that game on how much he was actually, you know, practicing and recovering and, and kind of advancing. So I, I think he starts... And I, I think it's Davis Bevel that starts for Oklahoma. So, I mean, I think that's who your, your matchup is. What if he is fine, but they decide he's not better than Hudson Card's playing right now? Is that possible? It's possible, sure. I mean, he may be fine through practice and not have pain and, and be okay, but they say you don't ju- you don't you just don't look as good, and he's playing well right yeah. now, so you we're going with out, him. Yeah, been out there. Sure. Uh, Hudson's in a flow. This is a tough physical game. We don't want you uh, re-aggravating something or getting hurt. He's seen it before. You haven't. You know? Right. Um, That's my guess anyway, though, that it is. Quinn Ewers. And, Quinn uh, Ewers and Davis Bevel are your guesses. I believe so, yeah. To That's start the game. That's my guess. All right. My prediction is that it will be... Mine's a little different than yours. I think it'll be Davis Bevel and Quinn Ewers that will start the game. (laughs) However, here's the twist. Okay. I think it will be Hudson Card and General Booty that end the game. That finish the game? You know what? I don't hate that, and I think it would be a lot of fun. I mean, that obviously means there was – Drama in that game, and some things had gone down to lead to that, and good or bad for one or the other team. So, I like that. Uh, oh, you mean like every OU Texas like every game OU that's Texas ever game. been played? Sure, absolutely, yeah. yeah. What's a, what's that game without a little drama? Um, this texture never says, forget Merv. Every pregame show for OU Texas, he would say, "Guys, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> it really is." Let's don't get too excited about what happens in the first drive. And let's don't go <laughs> punching ourselves in the face if it doesn't go well early. I've got a birthday request here that we need to get to before we uh, hit the break. But I just thought of this, too. The week that Teddy's having, 
if things don't go well on Saturday, does he have security that can walk him to his car through that Cotton Bowl crowd? He doesn't like the crowd as it is walking to his car. I have heard, and this is true, I don't think Teddy will mind me saying this. Teddy, I apologize if, if I shouldn't say this, but I know Teddy has inquired as to the possibility of riding out of the fair with the team so that he can just go from the press box to the locker room, get on the bus, and not have to fight the crowd at all. <laughs> He's my guide sometimes, though. That bald head parts the season. I follow right behind him to get to my He's corny dog He's stand. our lead blocker for the <laughs> right. entire radio crew. I've seen him, too, several times. Like, follow Teddy. He's going to clear a path. The postgame show doesn't end. And we are you know, all packed up and everything until two hours after the game's over. By then, it is a roaring drunken party uh, on the fair. I mean, it is way before that, but you know sure. what I mean. TJ. I know what you mean. Yes. The game's ended. Whoever won, who has won has gotten liquored up. Uh, people are yelling at each other. It's cha- it's the chaos. It's the peak of the chaos. We all get downstairs. Teddy gets in front, walks abnormally fast for a grown human being, and we all get behind him. Like it's a ski show, you know, like it's like it's at the uh, SeaWorld ski show. We all just kind of fan out behind him and he leads the way and he's got sunglasses on and people yell at him and he just keeps walking. We just go. We just go. So we'll see. Uh, text here on the text line asking T-Row to sell uh, Annie happy birthday. She loves her some T-Row. Thank you, guys. Annie. Any idea how old Annie is? I do not know. I would not reveal Annie. her age as it is. Well, I didn't know if it was a kid I or say, if it's I say, I say this last or... name. Babout, Bebout, uh, B-E-A-B-O-U-T. Annie, happy birthday. Yes. I hope it's the greatest birthday you've ever had. Normally, people have to pay for this on Cameo, but you're getting it for free today, Annie. <laughs> you're going to have to refund some people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The happiest of birthdays to you, Annie. And I hope the Sooners get a win to make it a great week for you. All right, break time, 833. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, man, we're getting closer, Teach. We're getting closer. Are you, are you at all getting in the mood yet? Oh, yeah. I told you how I woke up this morning. I was all fired up thinking I'm driving down to Thursday. Dallas today. Thought it was Thursday. <laughs> so I am as we go along here. And I'll keep saying this. Texas played Alabama tough. They lost a tight one to Texas Tech. Fact. We're not going up against a juggernaut here. This is not a great football team. So 
I know things have gone terribly over the last two weeks. I know it seems like there's no hope. Uh, people are wondering how OU wins another game ever. Um, there is the chance. They straighten some things out. Guys can make some tackles and some plays, and they win this game Saturday. Question. Yes. Is Texas better than Kansas State? No. Is Texas better than TCU? I still don't know about TCU, man. I I watched that Saturday, and it was a beatdown. And I still sat there and said, are they really this good? They exposed something with OU, and so did Kansas State, and you hope those things get corrected. But I'm, I think TCU's better, but I'm not willing to say that as easily as I, I think. I know Kansas State's better, or I have the opinion Kansas State's better than than Texas. I don't know about TCU yet, but they're no worse. Mm-hmm. All right, we got some stuff we need to get through this segment. Uh, can I give another happy birthday? Sure. Yeah. It is the King's birthday today. Barry Switzer's Happy birthday, birthday today. Coach. Happy birthday to the King himself out there. Um, the Hal Smith Restaurant Group King of the Mountain results have been posted for week four on Twitter, at T-Row-O-U. We are down to 27. We only lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We lost eight off the mountain this week. Uh, as of now, there were a couple of no-picks so if you were a no pick and you can prove you made a pick, let me know. We'll put you back on the mountain. But as of now, 27 remaining after week four of King of the Mountain. You can find it right now uh, at T-R-O-O-U. Two quick calls. Mr. O-U, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you, bud? I'm good. I just got back, uh, got invited down to the ROTC running of the ball. My first time doing nice. that 20th anniversary. That was good. Seeing you up there on the big screen talking was awesome. What I wanted to call in about now, my friend is the guy that came up with that um, honey bun, Paradise. Yes. So Talking you about guys the Holy Biscuit? Chase... No, the, uh, the peanut the honey, par- the honey bun. The peanut butter Paradise? Paradise? Yes, that is my good friend that I went to school with. He was my point guard. He owns a little business out there in South Dallas over there called South South Steaks. You should guys go taste that. It is awesome. Do you know where I've his been... you know where his booth is? Uh, you know what? I will call him and I will get it and All I will right. tell him that I'm sending you over there. How about All that? Right. And I'll make sure I get that to you. But All I just right, want to tell you it's good. It's awesome. Thanks. Love you guys and everything. I will see y'all up there in Dallas. All right, see Almost you, Mr. Hey, life. listen, everybody stay win. positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Uh, let's get Doc B on the air real fast. Good morning, Doc. Hey, Barry's birthday. Today, Barry's birthday. Today, Barry's, Barry's birthday is today. That's exactly right. Barry Switzer's birthday is today, Doc. A5. He's A5. five years old. He's the king, Doc. Get a hold of him so you can sing happy birthday to him, Doc. Okay. <laughs> All right. Doc, thanks for calling today. Okay, take care, guys. Thanks, you. Uh, you know, uh, something else that irritates me about Sark, TJ, besides the vest? What's that? Uh, do you remember he's got this whole no-depth chart policy? Oh, that's right. At the right. beginning of the year? Yep. They Still do holding on put... to that? Oh, yeah. I, I have their game notes. No-depth chart in the game notes, um, which for game one is maybe, like, it's stupid, but maybe somewhat understandable. By game six, like, we all know who's on your team, Sark. Right? So you're just trying to make it difficult on the radio guys at this point. 
So it was really hard for me to uh, text Craig Way and say, hey, can you send me your depth chart? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. And I had the depth chart. So thanks, Sark. Really sneaky there. Maybe that's what he's hiding under that vest. You know what? If we don't put the if we don't put the depth chart in the game notes, maybe Brent Venables won't know who's on our team. <laughs> he won't be able oh, to watch stupid. film and see who we've used in oh, rotation. Stupid! It's not that crazy. That makes me think. Oh, you might win this game. I got my big Madden National Championships tonight, TJ. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nervous. I bet you're nervous. I'm a little nervous. I'm I'm a little more. I'm more nervous about the technology working. Than about calling it. I, I really enjoyed calling it last two years ago, I guess it was. Uh, but it's a whole to-do to get all plugged in and, and uh, you know, everything all connected. And it's a, a little high-tech situation. And, and so I can run ESPN Plus, but you get much beyond that. And uh, I'm a little worried about that. But I'm excited. Uh, it's a late-night thing. It's like 7 and 8 o'clock tonight. I'm not going to be done till like 9 o'clock. It'll be bedtime when I'm done. We got the Madden National Championships tonight. That'll be pretty cool. The Major League Baseball bracket for the postseason is set. Here you go, Teach. American League. The Rays will play the Guardians in the wild card round with the winner getting the Yankees. And the Mariners will play the Blue Jays in the wild card round. The winner gets the Astros. We got some friends that are big Mariners fans. They say that they're thinking about going to Toronto to watch a couple of games. Oh, really? How crazy is that? National League, wild card, really happy for the Cardinals. They made it into the playoffs this year. Happy for their fans to get to experience for postseason them. baseball. They get the Phillies in a wild card matchup. Winner gets the Braves. And the Mets absolutely collapsed from the night my son was in uh, City Field. That was the night Timmy Trumpet showed up, Peyton went to the game and everything. They are now a wild card team. They get the Padres with the winner getting the Dodgers. So there you go. The bracket's all set. we got a few more games to play, but the bracket is locked in at this point, and I do not see the Rangers or the Reds on the bracket anymore. Hey, Rangers ended their year with a win and history, so they let the home run happen. And they won the game, so they building, the blocks. Run building blocks. Building blocks. <laughs> that was nice of them to let the home run happen. Oh, yeah. Take us to break, Teach. Uh, Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Working Man Wednesday next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, wrapping up a Wednesday show. Chris Plank joins me now for the crossover, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Good morning, Planker. What's up, T-Row? How was was the golf game yesterday? I played pretty good. Yeah, I played pretty good. Uh, We played with Tim Lasher. He played great. And we finished 22nd out of 26 teams. Nice. Yeah, not last place, so it's pretty good. Nice. Well, I'm not that's a very awesome, good man. golfer, but for me, 
I had a nice I had a nice day. The I don't most, usually play very well at scramble at good and scramble. The smoothest swing in the game, Toby mm. Rowland. Same pace, yeah. back through. Meanwhile, you got people like myself that get up there and just grip the club so hard and tries to hit it to the moon. Not Toby Rowland, man. Smooth. And distance too. So I'm happy no to distance, it's very right. rare when you get when we, the Royal We, get an opportunity to Sneak away and play, so yeah, and for a good cause yesterday too. I love right. what uh, Sooners helping Sooners are doing. Jay O'Neill, Jerry Pettibone, um, Patrick Fletcher is a part of that now. All those guys over there doing really good stuff. You have a do you have a a ES, do you have ESPN on in your office right now? Yes. Look at what they're promoting in the corner of the screen. Oh, how about that? Oklahoma Battle Series tonight. 7 Eastern. Softball? On ESPN Plus. Yes, sir. They're promoting the inner squad scrimmage. On Sports Center. On Sports Center. <laughs> How about that? Freaking that crazy. awesome. Are you calling that? I am. Nice. I am. See, now this is this is where I've got a little work to do because well, there's a lot of new, but TJ, are you going to be able to find this tonight? <laughs> Not if I've watched something on the ESPN regular app. Oh no! Does it, it does it completely revert on you all the time? That signs me into the Cox, and then signs oh my me gosh. out of Plus. Bro, I still every and uh, Toby, you found some magic trick. Every single I have time, no issues. every single time, and this isn't anything to do with ESPN. This is like, yeah, no, it does have something to do with ESPN. I have to re-log in and reauthorize every single app I ever use on my Fire Stick, and I just bought a new one too. Right, I'm like because I want to get ESPN Plus on that secondary TV, but every time I've got to reauthenticate it. So you've you've found some magic, dude. I don't. Yeah. You need to have a class on this. Remember the class I, I was trying I, to put together. I think I, you need I to am, do it. No, no, no. That's right. I think Friday night seminars before home games. <laughs> I I told TJ we'll have some chips and dip there. Nice. Some beverages. Uh, and then we'll have these ESPN Plus seminars teaching people how to use you know. And then now, I'll, what's your problem? Then I'll have my separate seminar, which is uh, like there would be introductory to ESPN Plus with Toby Rowland. There would be uh, selling the family on ESPN Plus with Chris Plank, you know, and I'll have my slide. <laughs> this is why you need it. This is why you should that get it. That one goes first. That's yeah, the exactly. first seminar. you got to convince everyone right. you need it. This is and necessary. How do you use it? So yeah. here's a question you're going to get a lot. Don't we already have ESPN? Your answer is yes. But there's a reason why you need plus. <laughs> Perhaps you need to wait till the 25th to budget it. But people have already raised the money for you to purchase it anyway. What do you do then? Oh man, how's it? How's the show been today? How how's the how's the nation feeling? Good. I would say TJ helped me out with this answer. I would say maybe I got a little grumpy in the first hour. At something I don't even remember, but somebody accused me of being grumpy. Yeah. Then we got into the state fair food talk, and oh, the day completely changed. Kind of flipped on him once he started completely talking about uh, the holy biscuit. The holy biscuit yeah. turned his day around. So I have a, a confession mood. to make. Speaking of that, um, I've never really immersed myself in the Texas state fair food. I've had a no. A, no I always get the corn dog. I always get the corny dog, and that's mm. about it for right. me. I mean, I never. And I, I it's too um, complicated. But stop oh. and get tickets, and we're trying to get out right. of the fair, and you got. I got to get a line for tickets, and then I got to get a line to get the food. And there's no, it's too complicated. No, you know what we need to get in on, T. Row. Um, I feel like we both have a pretty good in with Joe Castiglione, right? I feel like we could reach out. Every Friday, he does that. Oh, that's you know, right. trip around the fair. That's and, right. He and, goes and tries all the new food. Exactly. We need to get on that somehow. 
That needs to be a necessity in the future. I feel um, show bits. I, I feel video content. I mean, there's this is an underutilized tool for not just – I mean, look, I'm thinking all about the food now. But not just for the food, Toby, right, but for, for the, the content fair. that could be right. a part of it. I completely agree with you. Love it, and I'm sure the I'm sure the boss is listening right now. We'll see if the invite comes or not. Josie, can we, we have been a happen? little bit harsh on the St. Louis Cardinals today, so I'm not sure we're going to get invited. Well, I mean, me. How not about you, me. how about this massive group of underdogs? You know, this team that nobody really thought would ever have a chance as a franchise, and lo and behold, they've scratched and clawed their way to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, it's just now you're not getting invited <laughs> either. <laughs> it's it's kind of like everyone trying to talk. Oh, you know, Aaron Judge, what a story! Just I'm like. It, he plays for the Yankees. No one would care about 62 if he, if he was with – no offense to the Rangers, but if that was a Ranger player doing it, right. we'd be losing our minds. But would ESPN be cramming it down your throat? No. Hmm. Hmm. How about the guy that caught the ball being a multimillionaire too? Yeah, I didn't like that part of the story. Me neither. It's like, what are you going to do with it? He's like, well, I've got like 10 mil in the bank, so I think I'm okay right now. <laughs> no idea. I don't need the money. I know, right? don't want to give it back to him. Meanwhile, that poor sap probably broke his leg that wasn't even anywhere close to the ball, just diving over the railing. He saw the two guys in Toronto and was like, not even going to risk that bad pub. I'm going for it, regardless of how far away I am. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the best story ever if uh, it wasn't Frankie Lasagna. It was another guy. It was the guy next yeah. to Frankie Lasagna that dropped the ball in Toronto, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if he showed up in Arlington and caught the 60-second ball. Oh, it would have been awesome. Because it was sitting at about the same spot where yeah, they were sitting. Exactly. Front row. Yeah, yeah, he's barely getting it over the wall. It's not that big of a deal. I know, right? It's not yeah. one these short fences. Chris, have a great show today. Toby, that's the goal, man. I'll talk to you later, right? Podcasting today. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. What time are we doing that? Whatever today? works for you, man. One o'clock okay. would be great. All right, let's do one o'clock. Okay. It's a, it's uh, a thanks day. to you, fine folks, for listening today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.